We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I am your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. I am being joined tonight by the illustrious uh, Evan Cheney. You can find him on Twitter at eCheney69. He is uh, basically not going to be paying attention to anything that's happening tonight because hockey starts tomorrow, but um, he did he did manage to grace us with his presence. So, Ev, how, how's it going? Is this like your Christmas Eve? Like, how does this work? I mean, this is nice. It's nice, you know, because we get the best fantasy sport coming back tomorrow. Well, second best behind golf. Obviously. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we're, we're vibing out here. And lucky, lucky for us, we are uh, we're starting off the guest slate for the year uh, with uh, with a, a pretty big name here. We got we have Sky from FTN. You can find all of his uh, all of his great work over there, whether it's betting, DFS, whatever, like Covering all bases over there, you and you and Axis, right? Yep, yep, Axis and Drew. Yeah, no, appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, it's been a while. I, I loved last uh, last edition we ran, and and now we get to be back together. Yeah, I'm excited. It's uh, it's nice to nice to always nice to have a guest and have some uh, some other ideas on the show with us. And uh, we we started something new last week. Um, if you're if you were like you know you're a listener and you were like it's the tournament of champions i'm not listening to i'm, I'm not playing this week uh i'm sure there were a lot of people that felt that way but now that we have a nice full field uh we are we're fully back in on the action and we are going to start off each show 
with a uh, snake draft, basically. So we are going to draft a full DraftKings lineup. Uh, we cannot we cannot double players. We cannot pick anybody that was already picked. Uh, and we're, it, we're just using it as a way to sort of talk about the slate, talk about some guys that we like. Um, and obviously there's some there's some strategy involved with, you know, are you picking from the top first? Are you do you know Evan's going to pick Lucas Glover and you want to get on him first? That stuff like that. Um, so I think I think it's only right that we let our uh, our guest here get the get the 101. And then, Ev, you can go uh, you can go second since you beat me, if you'd like. I'll take that. Does that work? And an uh, and then we will uh, we'll just snake it back and forth. I'm gonna share the old screen here so that we can uh, keep track and and show the show the folks on and the we're, screen. We're snaking it for sure, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Get the 101. Um, I think this is probably to me the most egregious price in the field, um, and happens to come up in the 10 K's as well. Um, so for me, I just don't feel like he is the sixth best golfer in the field. He seems probably third or fourth to me. If you know, he's right there, you know, with those guys and, and there's no reason why Daniel Berger is $10,000. So I'll take Boog with the first pick. Killing you. <laughs> good, you just took good, one from good, me. Good, good <laughs> All right. Well, at least I feel better that I had no chance uh, going last that Evan would have taken him anyway. Yeah, I I fully agree. I think um, I think he is second. I want to say second. Yeah, he's second in the power ranking this week behind uh, our our winner from last week. So um, I definitely agree with you. I think he should be, um, you know, up in that high 10K range. So I'm mad at you, but I like it. Evan, what uh, what do you got? I'm kind of conflicted. However, I, you know, if you're going to take, cause burger, if I were going to build a lineup with burger, I would probably go him as my highest priced golfer. And then kind of just, cause I don't, I'm not in love with the top with how pricing works out. Like I don't want to pay 11 one for web. Um, even though he is, he's definitely one of the top golfers on the slate. I just don't want to pay 11 one for him. Um, you know, Harris, Harris English com- is coming off of a win, but, I don't want to pay ten thousand eight for him, you know. As he kind of go on down the line, um, it's tough. But just because of how I'd want to build a lineup without Berger, I'd say Adam Scott is my one point two. Good pick. Um, you know, for nine thousand, you're getting a guy who is probably the one of the best on approach in the field, which is going to be important going to this week. And the ball striking's good, and the putting is okay enough where I'd be okay paying 9000 for him uh, going into this one. So, yeah, Adam Scott is probably my my top player if you're going to take Berger away from me. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I feel like I, I kind of need to go Morikawa- uh, I think he's one of the better like price versus uh, upside win equity, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, I think I think Morikawa at ten six is perfectly reasonable. I definitely would have went uh, went Berger 
otherwise, but, you know, these things happen. Um, and then... See, that this is where, like... Like, obviously, we're all going to pick expensive guys to start, but now it, it becomes, are we... Should I go... If I go too low, like, could I have gotten that person later? That's the that's the, the million-dollar question. But I think I am going to ride with uh, with Jason Kokrak at 7,700. Um, I think that it's probably early, but I like being able to see what, um, you know, what I have left and, and 8K per spot now uh, for the rest of my picks. I can go up a little bit. I can go down a little bit if I want. So I think I like that. Uh, I like that flexibility. So I'm going to go Kokrak. I'm cool with that one. Uh, yeah. This one I feel is going to be tilting. However, Kevin <laughs> Marty tilted. Kevin Kisner at eighty eight hundred seems like a pick that could do well in tournaments and probably this format as well as a three man. Um, one of the better putters in the field. So I'm not. I don't feel like I'm going to be tilted on that. I, my, my tilt is probably going to be from you know off the tee before he gets to the green. Because on approach, he's doing. He's actually been doing well. He's one of the better approach in this field. And the short game has been, if, if you're looking at Fantasy National, it's like about top 25 right now. And uh, his short game as of late, you know, relative to this field. So for me, it's like I think he can actually be one of the stronger golfers for this tournament. Yeah, I mean, this because of all that. It's his style course. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. the course, right? Like if it's you're. The course where his, his play is gonna be highlighted. Yeah, if you're ever gonna play Kisner, it's probably a, a par seventy. Uh, that's like seven thousand yards. That's like the that's the brand. So um, that works. I, yeah, well. I like it, and it's it's a it's a reasonable price too. Eighty eight hundred, I think, is is fine. Yeah. All right, Sky. To you for two here. Yeah, I'm actually surprised um, that I got this coming back to me in the second round. I thought Matt might might uh, snag him over Morikawa, um, but I'll take who probably I think could be in five digits as well, um, just below it. I will take Sung J.M. Um, coming off a, a strong week last week, debutant out there. You know, obviously we know his game, but I just think, you know, he, he's – there's no reason like Neiman has to be $600 more than him. You know, I, I just think getting 9,800 for Sung Jay and that burger is too cheap. I can pair those two without swimming in the sixes all day. Yep. Um, um, the next one I will go with um, is what's his price? I think it's 70, 7,800. Um, Sebastian Munoz. I, I think Bassi Munoz right there with Coke Rack. I think those two yep. are the, the clear picks um, in that high sevens um, for me. Um, so I, I just, there, there's a coin flip between those two. So I think getting the little bit birdie making upside with, with Bassi Munoz is, is where I'll land there. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys that I feel like, regardless of his finish position, always uh, scores a ton of DraftKings points. I was mm-hmm. actually thinking of just going him and Kokrak to start, but I thought that was a little too cute. I thought maybe I could wait, but <laughs> guess not. All right, Ev, what do you got? You have Scott you Kisner. Nuts? You want the nuts? <laughs> I want it. I want All it. All right. <clears throat> Give me Russell Henley. That's a good pick. I figured. 8,700. 8, he, so he took advantage of the full swing 
aside from the OHL. He took advantage of this fall swing, came in third in CJ, fourth in the Zozo, did all right at Houston RSM. But then you also look at the playoffs, too. Ninth at Wyndham, eighth at Northern Trust. And a lot of his performances in the, in the fall stretch here came with really bad putting performance. I mean, he came in fourth. I mean, I don't. He came in fourth at Zozo, losing five strokes putting. I mean, he would have won the Masters yeah. if he got into it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. his. I mean, the putting is. Yeah. I mean, the putting has just been, like, very shaky. I'll give him that. But everything else has just been spot on with this game. And I, I think in tournaments, like, if. I don't know if he's going to be extremely highly owned in tournaments either. Because he, I, I, he's not a name that pops to me that I've been seeing. So, I don't know. Henley, for this format, I really want him. But I think in tournaments, I really want him as well. Yeah, I have, I have Henley fifth in the power ranking this week. So, I, yeah. I definitely like that. We're just sniping Matt left and right. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, there's these guys that I just, like, hate that are up at the top of the power. Well, not the top top, but, like... Yeah near the top of the power ranking that are like reasonably priced that I just can't, can't bring myself to, uh, to click on. Um, I'm going to go a little bit, uh, let me say what I would have left if I did this actually. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go answer. Um, I think that answer is uh, a reasonable, pivot off of the Sungjae ownership if you uh, feel like you can feel like you want to um, I think he what did he close with a 66 I think on Sunday he had either the second best or third best round on Sunday um, really just got off to a slow start I think he opened like 70 71 and then um, really had a nice weekend so I'm hoping hoping something clicked there uh, 9400 for answer I think is uh a super reasonable price in a field like this. Um, and then I think I'm going to go down to, I wrote up Straka at 7,100. Um, I know that he is just about as volatile as they come. I think he made 14 out of 25 cuts last year. Um, but he had like four or five top tens, <laughs> out of those made cuts so when when he's on he's on um and i think that he has he has some some pretty good upside here uh and then i can i can kind of do whatever else with the rest of the lineup so answer and mr straka all right ev you have scott kisner and henley where are you going next well that's a good question (laughs) I'm kind of teetering on some guys. Um, Josh Teeter, he said? Write it. (laughs) That's who I want as my fourth pick. Um, What about Billy Ho? Really kind of feeling some Billy Ho this week. Um, Even though he's been struggling, like the fall, the fall was definitely a struggle for him, right? But I think even, like the summer going into that point, summer like going into the playoffs, he had some decent stretches, and the off the tee game has still been fine. Um, I think if you're gonna, he's definitely a tournament only play if we're if we're talking about like outside of this contest. Um, 
But I do really want him, considering he's a decent DraftKings scorer for the four. Oh, for sure. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. So for eighty six, for for eighty six, I I I think Horschel is priced just right. I think all of these have been reasonable so far. I don't think maybe Straka was a stretch. I probably could have waited, but um, all right, Sky. All right, um, I'm gonna lean in the sevens. I got somebody. I'm praying you guys don't pick with the last one here. Um, you shouldn't, <laughs> but um, so I'm just gonna back these both up with mid sevens and high sevens. Um, two golfers that I feel. Again, excel on these type of courses. One that played last week that I was heavy on that shot a million over par on Sunday. Um, and then the other one did not make it to the Tournament of Champions. But so I'm going to go with um, Kevin Na at 7,500. I just, you know, I, I like Na and I feel like his outright odds, we'll talk about that later. I think those are kind of stealing. Just he just pops out of nowhere and he can just run hot with that putter. So 7,500 for him and then 7,800 for um the lefty cheaper kevin kisner and we goes by the name of brian Harmon. Hmm. i like it those are those are definitely definitely good fit good fit picks for uh for this course for sure for not, sure not a i'm not a uh a big roster of Harmon as i imagine most people aren't but this is Me definitely either. the kind of place that uh that you could see it yeah i feel like just yeah, for the price too, seventy eight hundred feels pretty good. Yeah. All right, Ev. All right, you want to pick? What What do you, <laughs> you want? What, you want? <laughs> what do you wait? Wait. What do you have left per per person? I, uh, per spot. Well, when you factor in Billy Ho, I got yes. seventy four fifty per. Oh, ah, okay. Oh, nice. So that's more I, than I, I thought. I thought I yeah, thought you confident. were I thought you were really going low here. All right. No, no, I would never. Unless I needed to. Um, so let's go Carlos Ortiz. Nice. I, I really at, I like at it. seventy five. I, at seventy hundred, I feel like he he's kind of an underrated talent. At least like this week so far, I haven't really seen his name pop up anywhere. Um, but I mean, Houston Open, and well, really, I just want to point the Houston Open. Like he won. And he had a, a, an amazing performance. Last week, last week he kind of sucked, but the off the tee game was still good. Yeah, these are the these are the praising words I want people to hear. Um, it's like I picked this the guy. Off the he tee sucks, game is, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, putting for the most part has been consistent. I mean, he had a stretch where, you know, he had like Zozo CJ. He lost like ten strokes putting between those two. But for the most part, his putting's been fine. The off the tee game's been consistent. There's never really been a huge drop off, um, and everything else just looks fine, right? So for 7,500, um, I'm good with him in the bounce back spot because last week, you know, certainly wasn't it. Um, yeah. But I think this course might be better tailored to his game. So yeah, I'll get behind Let's it. Let's go Ortiz. <laughs> You you were making you kind of sold that like it was, like it was just going to be like brutal. That was I thought that was fine. Uh, take it for what it is, Mister Carlos right. Ortiz, the nuts. The nuts. Um. All right, so no excuses here. 
Let's see. I'm thinking, let's see how this shapes up. I'm thinking I am going to close this out with Higgs and Todd. Um, Godfather. The, the, the power ranking model just continues to continues to love Todd every week. Um, I, realistically, building a lineup, I there are a couple of picks that sort of pushed me down from where I would probably want to go this week. Um, like in theory, I would probably want to uh, take a couple, you know, take a couple swings in the higher range if I'm building a few different lineups. Um, but I do think that uh, Higgs has that scoring upside that I talked about, um, at, like Straka does. Pro- probably looking at a four of six here. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm supremely ready for it. Uh, but if if Higgs and Straka manage to make the cut, I think this this lineup has a lot of upside. So I, uh, I think it's probably a dog as of right now. But um, I think high high floor low ceiling is what I'm going with here. <laughs> All right, Ev, what do you got to close it out? Matt, I might piss you off a little bit here. Ooh. Well, let's talk I, about wait, 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 wait. What do you have? What well, do you have left? Course history. The, the the name of the game is course history. No, what do you what do you have left? I'll tell you who you're picking. Uh, seventy. Hold on. It might. Not, I don't think it fills the salary cap, but. I have, after putting in Carlos Ortiz, I didn't put it at the DraftKings yet. I have 7,400 left. Oh, never mind. I thought you were going to say Howell. No. Chucky three sticks? Oh. That, that, that's so 2015, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to the industry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably, uh, probably triggered some few, few people. <laughs> but um, let's go Brent Snedeker. My man has come into this tournament last couple years, came in 12th, 12th last season. I think 16th the year before. I, I don't. I mean, that's kind of the reason why I want him, because uh, he's done well, but, you know, the sample sizes and whatnot. But I mean, if we want to talk about more recent form, he's definitely going to be lower-owned. Uh, his last few events, he's lost strokes tee to green off the tee and on approach. Uh, but the putting, <laughs> yeah, he's lost. He's lost strokes everywhere. Let's let's play him. Um, but the putting's actually been really consistent um, since October, right? Sanderson he gained six strokes, four and a half at the Shriners. Houston, I mean, I love two and a half. I love relying on on putting personally. Well, putting, I. I who said putting it's not the putting most and step? relying on putting and relying on course history. Uh, you may be what I'm you, saying though is like I mean for the for the purposes of this content like for a three man he's probably not the best play but <laughs> I still really like him in tournaments only you, because he's, he's going he's going to be low owned right we know that and he's been reliable at this course in the past I think okay. this course fits his game so I just so, I just want to um, thank I, you I for your years of service to the show. <laughs> um, your services are no longer required after tonight. What, so um, what are we, get what are we, get the old resume together. <laughs> <laughs> it's hockey season. 
hockey season, baby. Let's get the Corsi. Let's get Corsi going. All right, right. Sky, save us, please, because I, I we almost know. we almost made it. We made it through seventeen or sixteen golfers before an egregious pick. So See, let's this, close it out strong. This will, to me, it's not egregious. But if I brought this up to Axis, he like hates when I do this. Just like I love being early on guys. It's my brand, you know, like I'm going to play Zalatoris the first time he ever plays an event. Like that's what I was going to do. I'm going to play a European tour guy when he comes over and he plays and he's going to miss the cut nine out of 10 times. And that 10th time, he's probably going to finish like 60th. So, but I am going to do it again. And they snuck this guy into the seven K's this time. Normally they don't even let us do this, but the former world number one amateur in 2020 um, goes by the name of Takumi Kanaya. Um, elite, you know, finishes on the Jap- Japan tour as an amateur. Then he turns professional, knocks out a win, you know, has a fifth place finish, misses the cut on the number in a couple majors last year. Kick and play, not a far trip over from Japan. Um, you know, I, I rounds out uh, a great lineup. I think at 7,100 to kind of prep myself with Na and Harmon leaving that money on the table to get to Kanaya. Do you have to play him in a three-man? Do you have to play him in single entry? No. Am I going to? You better believe it. <laughs> I like it. All right. So just for, for the people who aren't uh, aren't on the stream, uh, so that leaves Sky's team with Berger, Eam, Munoz, Kevin Na, Brian Harmon, and Kanaya. Evan has Scott we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Kisner, Henley, Horschel, Ortiz, and Redacted. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I have Morikawa, Kokrak, Answer, Straka, Higgs, and Todd. I, I think those are I think all three of those are, are perfectly almost perfectly reasonable lineups. Can't wait. So we will uh I'll I'll tweet out updates uh for this as we go along. Uh just to recap, Evan did beat me uh last week pretty handily in the uh in the first first event. So we'll see. Um I guess I'll track that. I'll track me versus you, Ev, and then like when we have guests, I'll do that like separately too. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. 
from big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. That's fun. All right. So before we before we jump into some of our favorite bets for the week, I do want to tell you guys about Blue Wire Hustle. It is a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you will receive personalized cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to a community discord, and even an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On top of that, Blue Wire Hustle will host your show, get you pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all the listening platforms. And the best part is that you can get all of this for $15 a month, which is the same rate that any podcast hosting uh, site would charge you anyway, and you get all these great resources. So whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow and think will fit on the Blue Wire Network, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your podcasting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so make sure that you get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join, um, and you can check out the description box for this episode for more information on that great program. Um, and it's it, it's worth mentioning, it is a pain in the ass to get a podcast situated and set up and published everywhere. So um, definitely a cool opportunity to be a part of a network, get some cool cover art, and uh, and get started on your own show. I'm sure... Plenty of people are listening to this thinking they can uh, they can do it. So give it a shot. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's talk bets here. Um, we have obviously this is the first full field event. Um, I the I tweeted out yesterday. Um, I think everybody was tweeting about it that the books didn't adjust to read withdrawing. Um, so a lot of people got pretty good numbers um, on EAM. I saw some people uh, taking shots Elsewhere at the top of the board, I only uh, sort of targeted EAM during that and got 2200 and that has since dropped a little bit, so I feel good about that. Got my Sklansky, Sklansky bucks can we, uh, in the mail. Uh, can we discuss your pronunciation? Evan, what? can you say Sungjae's last name? EAM. Am I the only... Isn't it M? Sungjae M? Is it? That's a good question. I feel like I I've feel heard like, both. Yeah... Uh, it depends it's on normally not one like me and Axis always he does Leishman. I think it's Leishman. Oh, it's definitely um, Leishman. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> I think he once said like Bedelli for Badly. I about yacked on that one. Um, well, the, Evan, but maybe it is. We have, we have our own notorious memories on this show. Yeah. What, one of the first one of the first shows ever. Uh, Evan said Athusian for uh, Usazen. So that was that was up there. <laughs> That was, that was that's, an all-timer. That's elite. 
I like it. Yeah. But I'm fine with Eam. Uh, I mean, I'll just, let's just call him Sungjae. I got Sungjae at 2200 as well. I'm I'm a fan of that one. But do we want to talk? I guess you can keep going. But do we count those? Like, do people? Would you bet it at at 18 to one right now? You know, like that. I think 18 is pushing it. I think. Yeah. I think. I think 20 is still fine. Um, you know, not 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 amazing, obviously, but I yeah. I do think that there's still um, there's still a little bit of value there. I think I, I I'm pretty sure I'm pulling it up now. I'm pretty sure I had him um, in the sim right around like 1780 or something like that. So like I'm fine I'm fine with 20, um, but yeah, I don't think I would go much. I, I'm making that. a point this year because uh, I've been really bad at it to to bet guys in the 20s and 30s. Like it just doesn't get me going thinking it's right, so hard. Or, like winner, but like that's where 80 percent of winners come from. Right, and you either just hope for a T5 from a long shot, or are those same odds of somebody because you're betting the T5s at 20, 25 to one. You know what I mean? Like. Like that's so that's where I'm doing my best. So he I definitely hopped on Sungja. I hopped on Burger too, but I wouldn't bet Burger at the 14s that he's at right now. He was at 20, you know, at the same time. Yeah, I, I think I think that's Ooh. I think that's good. Um, and did you say before that you had uh, you hit Na also? Um, yes. Or not? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's primarily probably more of the T5 play. I know we're going to go through each of them. He would be my, my T5 lean. But I am interested on who we're parlaying with the Flyers tomorrow. <laughs> on the puck Wait, line. What do, you, what do you got? What do you got, Ev? I haven't done a ton of research yet, but I'll get back to you on that. I, I've Literally all day I've been, I've been hacking at this web scraper <laughs> on the computer. It's like nothing works. Wow. Welcome to my you wanna, life. You cut, I thought you, you said wanna... you had a pick for golf. Yeah, I got golf yeah. picks for you. I know that's uh, what, okay. that's why uh, we're here. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I want to know who we're going to parlay with the hockey picks uh, once you finish your scrape. <laughs> once you finish your scrape, we'll still have time. We'll still have time. Uh, yeah. Hawaii time, man. We got thanks all for time thanks for coming, F. Thinking, thinking is a skill. Something Tune in at nine thirty for the hockey portion. <laughs> So I got two picks actually. That I really like for outrights. Okay. So a more reasonable one would be Joaquin Neiman. At twenty five. You're, you're just gonna, you're just gonna keep beating that drum till it happens. What? We were close. We were, we were you got him. I know you got him into the playoff. I mean, look, I. We were, we were very close on that. It is what it is. I that, think, that I like yeah. it. Yeah. So him, he. I think to me, he's got like realistically, he's got top two or three odds of winning the tournament, right? So, I mean, not like, not Vegas, just to me. It's like, he's he should be, like, considered top two or three. And then if he really won one, how about one uh, Cameron Davis at 110 to 1, I think is the, it's kind of, I think it's the ideal long shot bet because, it's, he has done well at this course before in this tournament. He came in ninth. Oh my here god! With the goddamn, are you kidding Let's me go, with this course I'm history gonna, shit? <laughs> Have you not been here for the past four years? Like, I'm what's just, happening? I'm just, <laughs> I just woke up this morning. I was like, how do I piss off Matt today? Yeah, um, I think a lot of people woke up that way this yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, not. I mean, not just the not just the ninth place finish last year that makes me think that he has a chance to contend, but also some of the reasons 
decent performances during the fall swing and even the summer. Um, you know, gaining 10 strokes at Sanderson, gaining 8.6 at Wyndham, 8 at uh, 3M, right? Like, he is able to be competitive with some of these decent fields. And because of that, I feel as if 110 to 1 is egregious. I mean, he, that that needs to be like 20 to 1. I'm just like I'm I'm bathing in the irony of this pick after you just selected Brant Snedeker yeah. and he is the same exact price on DraftKings.com. <laughs> yeah, that took me a while to kind of kind of think about that. I'm like, huh. Well, you, like had, you had me though until you said you should be like twenty to one. I, I could I could leave at like fifty, fifth maybe sixty. He like feels like he should be sixty six, and that would Have still be bettable. My- have you ever seen my uh, Twitter account when it comes to the Sixers and how egregious I am sometimes? Well, yeah, Adam Stover's <laughs> out to get them. <laughs> I can't yeah, no, I, camp in all I, these I, other games. And you're yeah. suiting up Paul Reed. I mean, can you can you really make also, like a huge huge argument that Davis shouldn't be the same price as like EVR or Taylor Gooch? Like, I, I think that that's no. I, I don't I don't hate that at all. I think that makes a lot of sense. Seth. I'm proud of you, bud. Yeah, that was good. I like it. Thanks. All right. How how about we get into uh, some any any value on the on some top fives here, uh, Sky? Anything that jumps out to you? So that's where I hit Kevin. Uh, I think it was if I last saw, it, I think it was like twelve to one uh, or maybe fourteen. Um, yeah, I'm seeing twelve I, on. I think twelve was the best number on DraftKings. DraftKings last now, yeah. Um So I'm I'm good with that. And again, that's something. Trying to to pay more attention to is is not having to say my hundred and ten to one bet is going to win, you know. Maybe we focus on a little top five value there. No, I choose to be as unreasonable as I want to be. So <laughs> but no, I I've done it. Uh, I've been there. I yeah. still do it. So, um, but but um, I think I'll be more of a wager on the top five for Nah compared to the eighty to one that you get him outright. So uh, he he'd be my favorite. Um, Top five. What about? Uh, I mean, speaking of of just going uh, going super deep here, um, what about like Pat Perez for a top five? Um, I can't. He's never like get Pat Perez, right? I mean, I can't either. But like, I he's at bet three sixty five right now. He's forty five hundred to like to top five. I. I mean, my sim. I have him like in the like mid twenties. Oh, that's great value. Then. Um, so I feel like that, that's something that I should be looking into. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like five and cause you're in Pennsylvania. Evan, where are you at, Matt? I'm in, I'm in New York, but I have, I have friends in low yeah, places. Me too. Me too. But, but so like, are you betting each ways more than top fives or how would you normally approach something like that for Perez? Yeah, I mean, for for bet three six five, since that's an option that that um, that would probably make. That would you probably, probably have, you get even a little bit more, right? Two twenty five divided by five. You know, I mean, that's forty. I guess he's the same exact number, forty five to one. But um, sometimes, you know, they differ, especially on like DraftKings and stuff. Yeah, I'm hoping more. I'm, I'm in Florida, so the books aren't you know too good or legal down here but um <laughs> but Mich- michigan they're they're bringing some of the each way sports books i know they have them in pennsylvania too for you have they do 
Can't yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the best. Like just being able being able to do that is is ideal. It just saves a lot of uh, mental gymnastics trying to like, you know, jerry rig your own <laughs> yep. your own each ways and trying to like figure that out. Um, yeah. Because most of the time you're you're losing out by creating your own. Um, so yeah, I think I think Perez uh, is is definitely worth definitely worth a look. Um, why don't we Why don't we hit some uh, like top twenties are kind of my my jam. I I prefer getting uh, taking a look at the top twenties just for I mean for obvious reasons, right? Like they're they're easier to uh, predict. For the most part, um, any anybody that we haven't mentioned yet that you think would be uh, would be in the conversation for a for a top twenty, Sky. Yeah, I think I have two, um, and so this kind of parlays off of my thoughts with Kanaya, um, and looking into this type of golfer and golfers that I enjoy being early on and going through and the they're both actually going to come from those that aren't in the DraftKings player pool yet because they Monday qualified. Um, so I, I think this is not, not a leak in the game because these guys are not, obviously they don't have status at all. You know, they don't, right. they're working towards it. Um, however, you know, MJ Dafu um, was able to Monday qualify for the sixth time in his past 15 Monday qualifying opportunities and five others of those 15, he's finished in the top seven of Monday qualifiers. He had a 12th place finish, I believe in one event last year, the Sanderson and a 22nd in the workday. Um, I just think he's got extreme talent, just hasn't lucked out with the opportunity to string things together enough to, to get a special temporary membership. Mm-hmm. So he would be the first one. And he was um, on DraftKings before um, I got on here at 10 to one. For yeah, he's still there now. Um, and then the other one would be a guy who was um, very, very strong. Um, out of the University of Illinois, he was a really, really good college golfer. Um, and then he's kind of strung it together a little bit on the Corn Ferry Tour. Only missed one cut since the restart um, and had multiple, I think, top 20s in the Corn Ferry Tour. I don't know what his DraftKings odds were. They were just getting up there. But Nick Hardy is the other one. Um, yeah, I see he's probably 10 a little bit at, 10 oh, at DraftKings, 11 okay. at FanDuel. Okay. Yeah, so those would be my two um, kind of digging deep there for those guys. It, he's he's 12 at uh, at William Hill, but I don't know if they actually um, accept bets that often, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think – I, uh, Yeah, exactly. I, I like that a lot. I think um, also just, like, disclaimer, like, we don't always do a ton of, of betting content here, but, like, make sure that you're looking – um, in multiple places if you have the opportunity, right? Like getting down on somebody at, you know, nine to one and 11, instead of 11 to one over the long term is going to be like absolutely brutal for you. So just make sure you're, um, you're always searching around. Um, Ev, you have any? Yeah, I got one name. I can't even find his odds on bet online, but, um, for top twenty, let's go uh, Chase Cipher. 
Good old Chase Seifert. He's sixty. If you're if you're looking at him on DraftKings, he's sixty-two. Um, he's had he's had some spotty decent performances every so often, right? Because he'll show up for like the workday charity open. Um, he'll show up for like the backup. The back. He's more of a corn fairy guy. Um, he kind of just making an appearance here, but like Sanderson, he came in seventeenth, showed really strong putting. Um, you know, because I love hammering home the putter. <laughs> uh, and then Workday, he came in fourth. Um, yep. in, in an impressive, like the only the only part of his game that's a little shaky is the off the tee. Um, otherwise, like he's got some sharp aspects where I feel like he can pay off or uh, uh, get a top twenty. Did you ever find odds on him? Or yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing mostly tens. 10 to 1? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... I mean, those are good odds compared to, you know, for, for a top 20. Yeah, I mean, look, for for a top 20, there are not... Um, I think there are not going to be... There. Yeah, there, there's not going to be tons of opportunities um, on reasonable plays that are much higher than, than 10 to 1 for a top 20. <laughs> yeah. Every so often, you'll catch, you know, something like 14 or 15, but... For the most part, you're talking about, um, you know, once you get into like the 30s, you're talking about like Hunter Mahan and like guys like that. So it's not like for sure guys that don't ideal. actually exist. Right. Well, I mean that's maybe harsh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just that kind of a guy. Um, yeah. So like I like I was mentioning the 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 top 20s for sure are a place that I like to uh, take a peek, but we definitely like to find some head to heads as well. Um, I don't know what it, Sky. What are your thoughts on on Palmer versus Scott? Um, they have Bet Online right now has Palmer plus one hundred five to Scott's minus one twenty five. Probably deserves to be a bit closer than that, right? Yeah. I mean, getting Palmer in the underdog feels like the the smarter side. It's tough to wrap your head around Ryan Palmer being like a really good golfer. Um, <laughs> it's really, really hard. I used to have, a, I had a buddy, this was a great saying back when him and Moore were always playable. He's like, friends don't let friends play the Ryans. Like, because whenever they're popular, you know, they're gonna, they've seemed to always fail until Ryan Palmer. I mean, last week was unbelievable. Like the fact that he was the highest owned golfer on DraftKings yeah. and he does that. Like what is what is this world? Like that never <laughs> happens. But yeah, I feel like getting a that's, that's getting a reasonable margin there. That I feel like he shouldn't be a dog in in that matchup. Yeah, it looks it looks like somebody um, must have just hit Scott pretty heavy because earlier today um, it was minus one ten on both sides. Okay. So I I like I like the Palmer side. I think there's definitely value there. Like when when you're talking about like reasonably close skill uh close in skill guys like I, I think like this could easily just be minus 110 on both sides and um i think i would still prefer palmer but at plus money uh for sure i think that there's some value there um let's see what else we got here any did you have any that jumped out to you sky um axis we talked through one today i'm trying to live pull it as we go here to see what the odds were it was it was like about a let's see if it's still live yeah it was um lanto uh, we haven't talked about it at all tonight um 
Lanto over your boy, Brendan Todd. Um, I just, uh, Todd's another one. It's, it's tough. I mean, in this, I mean, he probably gets a boost due to the, the field that this was plus 113 when we grabbed it um, um, early on. So to get Lanto as a dog, a pretty decent dog, you know, in the situation, um, to me, I feel like with Todd's up and down recently, I mean, he just hasn't had the same approach from, from what it was, you know? Yeah. So it's been a long time since Brendan showed the, that that approach consistently. So I prefer Lanto in that when he was plus one thirteen. Nice, I like it. Have you have any uh, any head to heads jumping out to you? Nothing that I see incredible value on. Um, no, I, I, I'm probably just more going to pull for my betting purposes. I'm probably just going to pull more in the outright, in the top five market. Just, just as much as you can on Cam Davis. <laughs> put the. I want to put my college tuition. I gotta, I gotta pay my college tuition for spring semester. But instead of actually paying for spring semester, I'm gonna put on Cam Davis. Hey, there you man. go. Uh, yeah. You could pay for many semesters then. Yeah, I can. I can do what Michael Scott couldn't do. So, <laughs> so uh, la- last one. I'm gonna pick your brain on here, Sky. So I'm seeing. Uh, Decky on FanDuel against Answer. Um, I mean, Decky was like looked like he never played golf before, right? Like, Correct. what what are what are your thoughts like generally on Decky moving forward? Like, because he's gonna be he he's gonna like still look fine in most models this week, right? Um, but like, if you you know, not to go all like watch the tape, but like if you watched him play last week or look at um, any of his numbers from last week, it was it was a pretty rough go. Um, and they have it's answer minus one hundred six and Decky minus one eighteen. <clears throat> yeah, man, I just I'd much prefer Abe right now from a feel standpoint. You know, yeah, that, that just. I would love Hideki to be back, you know, like that. That's, I mean, he, he's such such a talent. I mean, what he shot minus five on Sunday, I believe yeah. he did a finish, but still finished forty second, you know, right. forty first. Like, like was just so bad. So no, and I like Abe at this number. I like. I would much rather bet Abe outright, you know. Like, yeah, I think head to head, I I'm definitely in on Abe. Yeah, and Decky was minus one forty two at one point today for that head to head. So I, unless I'm just completely missing something, I, I don't understand that at all. I, I I definitely prefer answer pretty heavily there. Um, again, like that's that's more of a feel thing, um, you know. Regardless of uh, of what my power ranking score or models or whatever say, I think that that's uh, that's pretty interesting to me. Um, all right, let's. Uh, are you in? Are you in the Mayo one and done? I am. Sky? Yes. All right. So. I am, I am completely hopeless at at one and done. Oh, me too. Uh, the worst. I, like I, I don't really understand why I'm so bad at it. Like I feel like I'm generally pretty good at at this stuff. Um, I think that I usually try to get too cute. I think that's like typically been my problem. Um, and then you know it's like it's like the Wyndham championship and you still have like four of the, the top eight golfers in the world left or something stupid. Um, so how do you like generally approach one and done? And, uh, what are, what are you, you don't have to give your actual pick, but maybe a couple guys you're considering. Um, 
I, I, it's, I want to be on people. I think one thing that I, I, to your point, I used to get cute. I think the, the logical way to approach things is try to anticipate the lowest owned stud that has legit win equity, you know, in the tournament, I can probably not stretching beyond 40 to one. I shouldn't, I don't think every week and and I've tried to do that in the past, but I also don't just want to pick somebody to pick somebody that I'm not, like I wouldn't pick Hideki because Hideki is going to be low. You know what I mean? Like that would be somebody who's probably going to be criminally low owned, but I'm not okay with the play. Um, Now my, my subconscious is like, does the field actually pick the favorite off the bat? Like, I think Webb is pretty interesting. We haven't spent a minute talking about him tonight. He didn't get picked in the DraftKings. You know, we're not betting him. We're not considering him at that number. Is he just a write-off for people? And is that something you could steal, like, a win? You know, I, I don't know if the contest is bigger than the usual one-and-dones I've played in, so you have to put that in part today. But I, I really like Evan's boy, Adam Scott, um, so just approaching outside of what I think will be the popular picks, getting somebody who's in the thirties, who I think could be high twenties to mid twenties for not right actually. So I think Scott um, is somebody I really, really like. I bet him and I'm just a fan of him in this contest style too. Yeah, for sure. I, I like Scott quite a bit. I, I can definitely, definitely agree there. Um, I, I was kind of thinking Scott as well. Um, the only other one that I was that I was sort of considering would be Cam Smith, um, another guy that we didn't didn't really discuss a ton. Um, but I just like I feel like you kind of want to strike while the iron is hot. Like I do think in general <clears throat> that he's ascending and he's going to keep improving. Um, but there's also a route where like he's playing the best golf that he does all year to start the year right now and like maybe just just lock him in and not have to worry about um you know if if he starts to go a little bit lower i think what is he like in the like mid 20s right now maybe up to 30 so i think that makes makes some sense have you have are you in the mayo one and done or no no but in terms of a one and done play well cam davis (laughs) thank you (laughs) speaking of not getting too cute yeah, really. I mean, I don't know. The strategy, I, I don't have that type of long-term thought process that I used to when I used to play season long. So it's like one and done is kind of that same deal in, yeah. in a way. Um, but I mean, I, I guess in January, I would just try and use my lesser players. So a Cam Davis can actually work. Yeah. All right. There you go. I, I don't, I'm probably not going to use him the rest of the year. I'm not going to think about him. I don't know. Not the way you've talk, talked about him tonight. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I heard he's I heard he's supposed to be 11 to 1 this week, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On I can't wait till he wins. I know. I it's going to be brutal. The DMs are <laughs> just going to be awful. The best, though, we'll still, one of us will still win the three-man. It won't matter because he didn't pick up. <laughs> yeah, no no late swap for this contest, Ev. Well, uh, it depends who you know. If you know the right people at DraftKings. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Well, with that, <clears throat> I want to thank Sky for coming on. It's always always a blast to uh, to chat with you and pick your brain a little bit. Uh, make sure you are following along with all of his great work over at FTN. Make sure you are following Evan's NHL stuff at Numberball and wherever else books are sold. And you can find my stuff over at Rotoviz. 
Um, and thanks for listening. We will talk soon. See you. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.